Welcome everyone to the Elevated Producer Podcast, where we take a deep dive every week into how mortgage originators can elevate all aspects of their lives. If this resonates with you, then this podcast is a must listen. We believe education is the key to originator freedom. We'll share productivity tips and tricks from our personal experience, from what we've learned from others, from books, from media, and anywhere we find inspiration to elevate ourselves and you. I'm your host, Chad Ogburn. I've spent 14 years as an originator before pivoting into a training role in our industry five years ago. My co-host, Cheryl Bromschwager, is a vice president, producing branch manager, certified mortgage planning specialist, and proven mortgage coach with Nova Home Loans. Are you ready, set, let's elevate. Hey, Cheryl. Hey, Chad. How's it going? It is good. I am so excited to talk today about uh, our elevated topic of discipline and daily habits because I have been working on those myself. And so I'm right in the trenches of making sure that I can figure that stuff out. And I can't wait to share some ideas and have you chat with me as well about what you're doing. Yeah, I'm excited for this one too, mainly because, you know, there are times in our lives um, where I remember hearing this specifically about martial arts, but about some other things uh, as well, that in order to truly master it, you have to teach it. And I feel that this is mm -hmm. one of those subjects that I kind of ebb and flow out of it. And, and when I'm in it, it's awesome and I feel great and the things I can achieve are phenomenal. So... For me, I'm excited to talk about this today because in some doing some research and things around that, it really is reminding me of the, of the things I need to do day in and day out that just have to become that disciplined habit. You know, I think people, I, I find it funny because they think that a, a disciplined day is, uh, they don't want to be held accountable. Oh, that's too much to manage. That's too much for me to handle. But it actually makes us a lot more efficient. And makes us feel like we haven't had a much more productive day when we have a calendar, when we follow that, when we do some time blocking. Um, and it reduces the need for us to have fires and be unorganized and miss appointments, frankly. So I love having a rigid schedule. However, it has to be flexible enough in which then I can add in different things that I have to do uh, both with my family and at the office. So, Yes, absolutely. Um yeah, I couldn't agree more. It's um, having that that around that that structure around your day. But the nice thing about that is, is it actually adds some flexibility to it. In that, when you have I, these are the items I have to get done for the day. If at some point you have to reshuffle, you don't feel like your entire day is losing control because you've already had it in control. At least that's the way it's been for me. Absolutely. I mean, it makes us more efficient. It reduces the need to, you know, plan your day every single day. You've already got it done. Uh, it creates structure. It saves time, instills good habits, which I think is great for us to model for our, again, our family, our, our colleagues, our realtor partners who we know don't have any structure, right? They're all over the place. Right. Gosh, as soon as someone says, I want to see a house, they're like, let's get in the car. They don't even know if they're pre-approved. Right. And so when we can bring them back to like, okay, let's get into the habit of pre-approval. Yes. Let's get into the habit of talking before you put a buyer in your property or in your car to go see property. I think it just helps us be a lot more proficient at our jobs. Yeah, absolutely. And guys, 
that's one of those things where at the beginning I talked about how sometimes in order to master something, you have to teach it. Take the opportunity to teach these things to your agents because not only is it going to help them, but it's going to help you. I mean, obviously, it's going to help you uh, solidify that relationship, but it's also going to help you remember what it is that you should be doing as well. So with that in mind, Cheryl, agree. what are some things that you find help you in your daily habits and uh, discipline? There's several, most of which I work on daily to improve upon and get better at. My biggest challenge right now is for me to prioritize my to-do list, okay? I'm a list maker. I like to have personal to-dos, business to-dos, and then sometimes even to-dos within my to-do list, right? <laughs> Which for someone who's not as organized is overwhelming. But for me, that really helps me prioritize what I need to get done in my day. And the biggest thing for me is to prioritize the most urgent things. Right? We all get kind of sidetracked with, oh, I have to do 10 of these small things and let me knock those out and then I can tackle the big one. Right. Well, the big one might not get done. That might get moved to the next day. So for me, setting the routine that prioritizes the most important thing and it has to get done first. That's what I need to do. Yeah. And around that, there's a lot of um, stuff out there that you that we can tap into from, from experts. So one of them is... Uh, Franklin Covey, a long time ago, came up with this this kind of grid, and it basically said you need to prioritize on these things. Is it important, and is it due soon? And then the second prioritization is it's not important, but it's due soon. And then the third one is it's important, but it's not due soon. And then finally, it's not important, and it's not due soon. But in order to, to your point, in order to get that to-do list under control, sometimes we have to figure out what to just take off of it. And so one of the things that people have added to Franklin Covey stuff since that is called is uh, significance. Is it really, is it something I need to be doing? How long is it going to be important for? Is it only going to be important for a day? Well, then should I do it at all? You know, but it depends. So finding those particular things are really um, crucial into help organizing and at some point eliminating items off here too. And I call that delegating or dumping. Yes, I love okay, it. Okay, so we, we had a, a loan officer, kind of a, a rally powwow here in Colorado a couple months ago, and we were talking about uh, how do you do some time management? How do you fit it all in? And for me, I do time block. I do have a calendar, and you know, of course, we all vary from it, right? But I do try really hard to keep my mornings focused on planning my day, doing some gratitudes, uh, sending my thank you notes, uh, making sure that I know what is expected of me that day so that I can have a successful, you know, uh, project at the end of the day and not feeling like literally where did the day go? I got nothing done. Those are not good days for any of us to have. And so the delegated and dump it has become super important for me because if it's something that is important, it needs to get done, but does it need to get done by me? Right, right. Right, those are the things that I can delegate. The things that I just keep moving from my to-do list from day to day to day to day, eventually I've gotta just dump those because it causes me anxiety that I'm not doing them. Right, and that's, I think that's such an important thing. And for, for those of you here at NOVA, you already know this. For those of you that aren't listening, uh, it's gonna be a little plug for NOVA, but NOVA is phenomenal at helping 
put people in place so that the loan officers can delegate to someone else. So we have a credit services department to help us with doing all of the uh, credit challenges or credit repairs or fixing things that are inaccurate on the credit. They take that off your plate, right? Loan coordinators help take off some of the data collection and getting the file ready for processing. Graphic designers, tech marketing, they all help, you know, with making those flyers so that we don't have to get into, I don't even know what that software is anymore, publisher, and try to create our own flyers or something <laughs> silly like that. And wow, business, that's really old school. I, I know. <laughs> you can tell I've been at Nova for a while, and I don't even know those those software programs any longer. But And then business development takes, you know, off the, the follow-up that you can be doing with some of your doing classes and things of that nature with your um with that list of real estate agents. So that delegation is so vitally important to getting things off of your um, to-do list. You know, I like looking at it as being efficient, right? And utilizing the resources that we have, whether you're at Nova or wherever you are, right? right. Take advantage of that. The, the companies that are the best to work for are the ones that are very loan officer centric. And yes. loan officer centric means I support you on the back end, go out and help as many people as possible. Right, absolutely. And that is, it, it, for those of you guys out there, look, if you're not with Nova, look into your company and see what those what those are that maybe you haven't been utilizing. And that's gonna help you delegate and get stuff off your plate. Um, the other thing that you can do out there is automate things. And then we live in, what I think is currently, at least, the golden age of automation, right? We have everything from bill pay, so you don't have to sit and take time paying your bills. You can have those auto-paid uh, click lists, so you can just run by the supermarket and pick up your groceries. You don't even have to go in the grocery store. There's so many things out there around, like, Amazon Echoes and all of that stuff that you can do as well. Um, so just always be looking for those types of things, I think. So what are some other things you like around this particular topic, Cheryl? Well, I think that when you have a schedule, when you have some prioritization, and when you have the feeling of getting some things done, right, and you utilizing your time with your highest and best use, it builds confidence, yes. and it builds momentum in your business. And so when you have confidence about your topic that you're talking about, and then the receiver of that conversation is like, wow, she knows what she's talking about, right? She can help me. Right. Ultimately, that's my goal. That's my brand is I want to help you by providing you information to make good choices and getting it done right the first time. So if I can practice that in my daily life, that means it's going to come across when I'm talking to my borrowers. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that comes back to something you said earlier where you talked about taking time to do gratitude and kind of, I took it as almost kind of centering yourself. And so there's a great book out there, guys, that this is something you're struggling with by Weldon Long called Power of Consistency. And one of the things he talks about in that book is doing that very thing. Is he gets up every morning early, he goes down to the same chair, he lives down in Colorado Springs, um, so close to the Denver market. And he spends time going, reviewing his his goals, and he gets really specific. He doesn't just say, "I want to do a whole bunch of loans this this year," right? He'll say, "I want to close 100 loans, and that's going to mean closing, you know, whatever each month." Um, you know, same thing. If you want to lose weight, he talks about you put in a specific weight goal, and you really feel what it's like to do that. And to your point, I think that if you're taking the time to really get into your goals and feel them, 
then when that opportunity presents itself, it triggers you to just be on, I think. That's been my experience. Yeah. I would agree. I love the, the reference to the book. And, you know, I think talking about this topic and helping loan officers actually practically apply some of the things that we talk about because I'm sure that they're out there thinking yeah you know it sounds good but I can never do that how do you do that I don't know and so for me I'll just kind of share what my calendar looks like uh, every day from 5 to 9 a.m. is like my time so for the most part, three days a week from five to six, I get up and I have some sort of a workout. It might be taking the dog for a walk, it might be meeting with my trainer, it might be just walking on the treadmill, might be on the bike, something like that. Uh, get ready for work and then by the time seven to nine kind of rolls around, that's when I center myself, do my gratitudes, do my affirmations, plan my day, make sure I'm set up and ready to go. I try really, really hard not to even look at emails or return calls before nine o'clock. Now granted, is there a loan emergency? Sure, right? But for me, my day needs to get my mindset going in the right direction. I've worked on my to-do list, I've prioritized my to-do list, I've determined what has to be delegated and where I need to spend my green time, if you will, right? Loan officers are probably kind of familiar with that term. As to my highest and best use, and my highest and best use is talking to borrowers, Presenting loan options, helping them make great decisions, and helping them be, you know, the, the best financial plan that they can have. That's awesome. And I think you struck on something else, guys, that when it's a little bit off topic, but not really, is when Cheryl said she spends her part of her morning uh, getting some exercise. There's so much research out there that shows that getting morning exercise helps your brain to activate helps you be more alert through the rest of the day and really get a lot more done. And one of the things I've struggled with over the years is it doesn't have to be, you don't have to go out and try to exercise like an NFL player or an NBA player, something of that nature. Even just a nice brisk walk is, uh, is just something to get you moving and get that brain activated. So that's a really important thing to do, I think, to start your, your day off. Yeah, because I'm not a fan of exercise, to be honest. Right. I mean, I don't like it. I uh, I am not a weightlifter. I am not a hardcore exerciser. I could probably still stand to lose a few pounds, but I like the activity, right? And it does get my heart rate going. Uh, and so that is important to do that. And then on the days that I don't do that, uh, I might be sleeping in a little, right? If I've had a, um, a difficult night the, the night before, or if, been at, if I've been out late, maybe at a networking event, uh, or you know what, I just maybe read the paper or uh, read a magazine or read one of my motivational books or a daily devotional. I try to just really have that time for me because the rest of the day is spent giving it to somebody else. Right, yeah. And it might be your kids, your family, your colleagues, your customers. If you aren't centered, you're not going to be able to give at the level that you need to as a loan officer to provide the best information, stay relevant, and do what, it, do what you need to do. Yeah, that's a great point. I remember years ago listening to uh, Todd Duncan give a spiel, and that was one of the things he mentioned is you have to take care of yourself. Um, mm -hmm. Or it's just, you know, because you do. This business, one of the great things about it is you get to give to other people. If you give a lot, I mean, you know, it's it's um, there's a reason loan officers get compensated. Well, you're giving a lot and you're giving them at weird hours and, and everything else. So, um, but I think right. that's what 
Time blocking also helps you do is, is you've centered yourself in your day, but then you go into your day knowing where your time needs to be spent. And if you're doing it right, that also helps you understand how long something's truly going to take. So if you guys have a time block before, really think through, and you're going to get it wrong at first, but really think through how long is this particular task going to take? Okay, I need to do my 10 phone calls for the day. It's probably not going to take you 30 minutes. It might if you get all voicemails, I suppose. But let's hope that you get some live people on the phone. It's going to take you longer than that. So it, it, those things help take control of your day, I think, because you have to consciously think, how much is this going to take? And then when you see it in your calendar, because you need to put your time block in your calendar, because it's there, it helps to convert it into action. Because for some reason, if it's in our calendar, we actually go do it, or at least most of the time. Well, and not only that, but one of the things that I've learned is I've got to allow time in between appointments and I've got to allow time for drive time if I have to go somewhere, right? And so the time block obviously has to have enough flexibility in it that allows you to get from one place to another or prepare for the next phone call. I'm about preparation and that's part of why I spend my mornings preparing for my day and figuring out what tools am I going to need? What resources do I need to research to make my day successful? And the biggest thing for time blocking is uh, keeping track of your successes because that's what keeps you coming back to those habits and making sure that it's worth it. Like you don't at the end of the day say, well, that was a wasted day. I didn't get anything done. No, you know what I actually did is I did these 18 things right. today and I am pumped that I got them done. And tomorrow I need to revisit a few, but I am on it and I feel like I accomplished something and for me, that's super helpful, keeping my consistency and my habits going. That's brilliant. And you know what it, made me, it reminded me of is, you know, attorneys bill for their time. So they track, depending on what type of law they do, they're tracking in sometimes five minute, 10 minute, 15 minute increments. Imagine if we did that for a day, especially a day we were super productive. How stoked would you be when you look back on your day and are like, oh, I actually did a ton. <laughs> Today. And I think, you know, that goes to keeping track of your daily activities. What do you do in a day? What do you do in a week? And then figuring out your time blocking, because until you really know how you spend your day, it's going to be hard as heck to actually work on a time block. So my advice to any loan officer out there who is struggling with consistency and habits is take a week and write down everything you do in a day. Right? How long is it taking you to take that phone call? How long does it take you to walk back to the break room? How many times are you interrupted? How many times, uh, you know, does it take you to sit down and figure out who you want to call, making your call list, right? So those types of things I think are important to be successful in the actual time block. Yes, absolutely. And really understanding where those distractions come from, and then you can work on how to mitigate it. Whether you know loan officers have um, the ability, most of them, to work somewhere else. So if it means every time I'm in the office, my processor, whoever, or just other loan officers, friends are coming in to talk a lot, then either can you shut your door, can you work remotely while you need to do that particular task? I always think of phone calls because uh, those just seem to be the you know some of the more important things that loan officers do. So. How do you, here's a, not to, to pivot a little bit, what do you do when you're stuck in a routine or a habit that's not productive? Do you have any tips on, on how to get out of that? 
Yeah, that's a super uh, great question. Super great. Uh, because I think we all get to that point where we're in bad habits. So how do you break a bad habit? Right. That's not producing for you. That's not serving you, but it's comfortable. It's easy, but you're not actually building momentum. You're not helping um, get new good habits. So for me, uh, I try to take it slow, re replace one bad habit with a good one. So I can't fix my whole self, right, in one sitting. It's right. going to take a while. I am a total work in progress. So when I think about that, I'm like, okay, well, what, what is a bad habit? Let's pick one that's probably easy for everybody. Trolling social media, okay, mindlessly doing that. So for me, I was doing that for a while, right? Every time, every moment I was just looking and looking and it was mindless. So now I'm very intentional, uh, 30 minutes a day on my social media and that's it. Nice. That's it. That's so it might be 15 minutes in the morning and 15 minutes at night. Um, I do use social media to help with my gratitudes and some of my thank yous and um, uh, celebrations of things that are happening in my spheres lives yeah. to send, you know, great cards and things. Uh, but I'm very intentional now. So I broke that habit of just, you know, randomly looking. Uh, another habit that you might want to break is uh, if you get stuck at your desk. Okay. Set a timer every 15 minutes. The timer goes up, get up and walk. Get up and just change your environment. Go outside for a walk, have some tennis shoes at the office, take a walk around the building. Get out of whatever that uh, distraction is so that when you come back, you can refocus. Nice, I like it. So in getting ready for this one, I'm doing some research and for those of you who haven't read this book, it's called The Power of Habit and a great book and they talk about a habit having three parts so one of them is the cue what triggers you to do the habit then the routine the actual behavior that you engage in that you either like or don't and then what reward do you get from doing that routine so it could just be you know you eat the ice cream and you're like oh that was so good that could be it right so what they say and Cheryl you brought it up perfectly is all you have to do is change one of those three things to start breaking the habit. So the cue, if that's your problem, if every time you know someone on the phone gets mad at you because they don't feel like they need to send you all the schedules of their tax returns or whatever it is, you go and get a cookie from the break room, then just be, I don't know, people are like, oh, I see Chad's problem, ice cream cookies. Um, so right. just being aware of those things and, and being conscious that there's something you don't like, what is, giving you that cue, what is it that you're doing, and what do you feel the reward is, and then it, it really is as simple as being able to change one of those those things, um, which is what you were talking about, how you kind of get out, walk around the office, things of that nature really uh, make a difference, I think. So Yeah, because I am a work in progress, as we all are, and I'm certainly not perfect, and not every day goes great, but when I start out my day intentionally, and I start out my day with my gratitudes, when things don't go exactly according to plan, I can roll with that, right. because I've taken care of myself in the beginning, and that, I think, is important for all of us, because it comes across when we're talking on the phone with our borrowers, and our patience level with them right, when they're arguing or they're not being as kind as they could be because they haven't had a great experience somewhere else and now you're automatically on the defensive before you've even had a chance to get to know them. 
it has helped me, I think, be a better loan officer, be a better human being, be a better parent, because I have taken care of myself first. And that is so important right now. So that's kind of how I look at consistency and habits and how it relates to being a loan officer and then in my daily life. Yeah, I think that was great. Boy, we could go on this subject for a long time. We might have to come back to this one at some point, but we, we have, could do another episode about this. Yeah, I think this was a good one. I've, I've enjoyed it. I think there's so much out there around this, but um, yeah. And I think one of the things you just touched on, and then we'll wrap this up, uh, is, you know, if you get off track, forget, you guys have got to forgive yourself and just get back on track as soon as you can. Um, that's something I struggle with and work on, but don't, don't let a, a little misstep um, scratch the whole day for you. So just get back in there, forgive yourself. Like, like Cheryl says, we're all a work in progress. Um, well, Matt, Cheryl, is there anything you want to kind of say to wrap this up? I think you kind of did that right there about not being too hard on yourself because how many times do we have to try something before we are we are successful? Sometimes a lot. So little steps, baby steps, and celebrate them all because eventually they will end up to help you be more proficient, right? Help you prioritize, help gain momentum, and really feel like you've achieved your goals. Yeah, absolutely. Well said. All right. Well, with that, thanks everyone for tuning in. Remember, grab two or three of these takeaways and act on them this week because you can't elevate without effort.